Boker Tov. Welcome everyone. Brucham Avam. We're going to have two shirim today. Um, today's shirim are sponsored by our dear friend, Rav Josh Rosenthal. Leeloy Nishmas, his father. Today is his father's yard site. Aaron Ben Yoshua Zelig. Yep, that's right. Thank you. Okay, so Shama Shamalia. Both of the shirim today are sponsored by Rav Josh. And on this occasion, we wish him that uh, his father's Neshama have an aliyah and be a male yosher for his whole mishpacha, for simchas nachas, for suras toivos, ad biyaskal tzedek. Amen. Okay, so I want to share with you, um, in the first year, some geshmaka de Torah on the parsha, And I want to show you how to access them so that you could actually print them out and read them. And... Um, Everything we're going to say today, it's available on our site, rabbidg.com. I'm going to show you how to get it. Um, I'm going to share with you a few Debrei Torah. Let's begin with uh, one from the Chida. At the end of the parsha, Parak Yirvez, Pasuk Yir Gimel. Vayitzak Moshe el Hashem Lamar. <coughs> and Moshe cried out to Hashem saying, Kelna Rafanala, God, please, heal please to her. So Moshe Rabbeinu uses the word na two times. So the Chida says in the Sefer Nachal Kidumim, we learn from here an important Yisoid, that if you want to really have your tefillahs answered, say the word not two times. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu, his whole tefillah, consisted of five words, and uh, Miriam was cured. Uh, he said, Kel Allah. And from here we see a great secret that uh, a powerful element of tefillah is saying please two times. Now, Moshe Rabbeinu knew this secret. And that's why when he davened to enter to Israel, he said, Ebra, Eberana, I want to please cross through. So what did Hashem say? Ravloch, enough! Meaning, don't say please one more time. If you say please again, then uh, I'm going to have to see to your request. So there also we see that the power of saying please a second time. Now Rashi comments on uh, this pasuk, Kel Narafan Allah, Baha Kosov Lelamedcha Derech the Torah is coming to teach you good manners. Anyone who asks something from his friend, he has to say two or three supplications. In other words, if you want to ask something from your friend, um, you should supplicate twice. Don't just say, you know, please, you say, you know, is it okay? I, I would like to ask you something. Please, if, if would it be proper? I beg you. In other words, it's proper to do it two or three times. So the question is, what should you do? Should you do it two times or should you do it three times? You ever notice that Rashi at the end of the parsha? Rashi says from here you learn that if you have to ask something from your friend, you should ask them two or three times. So which one? Should you do it twice or should you do it three times? So the Kamarna wrote a Sefer on Rashi called Hecha Bracha. And the Kamarna teaches that when a person is ill, you should daven for the Chayla, but you should also daven for HaKadosh Baruch Because God suffers when somebody is ill. So this is why Rashi says two or three. Kelna refers to Hashem. Two words you offer to Hashem. And three words, Rifan Allah, are for Miriam. So the two are for the Shechina and the three is for the Chayla. <coughs> okay, very interesting. Now, take a look in Parak Ches, Pasuk Yates. 
I will give the Leviim Nesunim La'aron Ulvanov given over to Aaron and his sons Mitoich B'nei Yisrael from among the B'nei Yisrael La'avoydas Avoydas B'nei Yisrael to do the service of B'nei Yisrael Ba'ayomayid Ulechaper Al B'nei Yisrael to atone for the B'nei Yisrael V'loyiyah B'nei Yisrael Negev B'geshes B'nei Yisrael El HaKodesh So that's the Pasuk But as we know this Pasuk says Yisrael five times and Rashi says this comes to teach that God loves the Jewish people like the Chamisha Chumshei Torah. Where else do we say Yisrael five times? So Yisrael, Kuma Ezras Yisrael, Ufdechanum Echa Yudavi Yisrael, Gayaleinu Hashem Zos, Shmoi Kedosh Yisrael, Baruch Atah Hashem, Gahal. Yisrael. By the way, you know you have to say Gal Yisrael out loud. Because otherwise, you're not a Shleach Tzibor. You're being Moitzi the Tzibor, at least in the beginning and the end of the Bracha. Rav Henkin wrote in his Tzava that at his Levaya, they need to announce that uh, the Shleach, this Halacha, that if you're davening for the Amud, you must say the words Gal Yisrael out loud. If you want to do it a little bit quieter to indicate that people should, shouldn't answer Amen, you could do that. But to drop out, so basically you're saying like this. Before you start, you want to ask you saying, listen everyone, even though I've been standing up here for the last 15 minutes being your uh, Shliach Tzibor, I hereby abdicate my duty as a Shliach Tzibor and try to find someone else for tomorrow's davening. In other words, Sorry, I could not do this job for you. Better luck next time in finding a Shliach Tzibor. So you have to say those words out loud. But how many times do you say Yisrael? Five times! Says the Sefer Hamanig. Why do we say it five times? Just like in this Pasuk, we mention Yisrael five times to show how much HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves us as the introduction to Shemun Esrei. We don't go into Shemun Esrei until we articulate and enunciate that the Yuban Shalom loves Klal Yisrael like the Chamisha Chumshetar Tzor Yisrael Kumabi Azaz Yisrael Tenu Yisrael Galim Zomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomzomz
has nine words corresponding to the nine flowers. The the first Pasukam Devarim has 22 words corresponding to the goblets. Now what about the height of the menorah? There's a machlek. Some say it's 17 tvachim tall, some say it's 18 tvachim tall. The opening of Bamidbar has 17 words. That seems to support the opinion that the menorah is 17 tvachim tall. That is why the Medrash comments on the Pasuk about the menorah, Pesach Tvarecha Yoyer, as it alludes to the fact that the Torah begins with light. Now this only fits in according to the Manda Omar that the menorah was 17 Tvachim Tov. So by the way, if you want to know, wow, that's, uh, I like these Devei Torah. So here's how you get them. You ready? You go to the website, watch this. I'm going to show you how to do it. You go to our website, you go to rabbidg.com and you see where it says subscribe? You click on that and then it comes to you every Friday. <coughs> or you could just scroll down and you could go to where it says elevate your Shabbos table. Oh, I'm, you're not seeing this. Okay, we're going to do this again. Watch this. Now you see? See? You go to subscribe. You click over yes, here and you get it to your, your, your house. It comes to your house or your phone or your computer. Or what you could do is you could scroll down and you go to um, Elevate Your Shabbos Table. Now this, uh, these Devetar are uh, written by my good friend, Rav Mordechai Levitan, and his Mishpacha, Mishpachas Levitan. And you could click over here. And I bet you they already have this week's, uh, yeah, right over here, Parshas Bahaloischa, Rav Aaron Subar uploads it right over here. And uh, you could print it out from there. Now, here's another Zach. All the shiurim on Shas, uh, from Shas Illuminated, you click over here, you could get them over here. Now you say, oh, how do I get the Ben Ashri? So right over here on top, you click on Read and Print, and you get the Ben Ashri. I bet this week's is on. Let's see if we can find it. Yup. Ben Ashri is right here. Do you see it? Did it come up? <coughs> you see it? Okay. So now actually, the Ben Ashri. The whole, all these Ben Ashris are recorded on the uh, OU All Parsha app and website. They're exclusively on OU uh, every week, including a shear on the Ramban on the Parsha, including a shear on the Balaturim on the Parsha, and the Ben Ashri on the Parsha. They're, they're only available on the OU site. But since I'm showing you around the, uh, the website over here, so I'm going to share with you two offerings of the Ben Lashri, two Gishmaka offerings. Here we go like this. Number one. Um, how do we do this? Here, okay. Im es kol hayam This is a Gishmaka pilpal that the Ben Lashri says. Perakit Aleph Pasuk Chavbez. If all the fish of the sea should be gathered unto you, the hayam. The problem is it says an extra word. It says S. What's the S doing over there? So then Lashri says something very interesting. That the Gemara in Chulin, Darshans, and that Chavzayin Amadveiz, that it doesn't say if all the Degei Hayam would be um, slaughtered. It says if all the fish of the sea would be gathered. So from there the Gemara in Chulin learns that fish do not need Shechita, they only need to be gathered in. Well, says the Ben Lashri, there's another creature that doesn't need shechita, 
and all he needs is to be gathered in, namely a grasshopper, a locust, right? Uh, the Chagavim. So the S, in S, called the Geayom Yeosef, the S is Marbe, not only do fish not need Shechita, but the Chagavim also need Shechita. Okay, one more offering, and then I'll show you one more thing. Um, we know that Miriam spoke Lashon Harba Moshe Rabbeinu, <coughs> namely, that she said, who does Moshe Rabbeinu think he is? He was Pirish from his wife. I'm a Navi, I didn't have to be Pirish from my spouse. Aaron's a Navi, he didn't have to be Pirish from his spouse. So why does Moshe Rabbeinu feel that he should be Pirish from his wife? The question is, Moshe Rabbeinu did this a long time ago. Moshe Rabbeinu has been separated from his wife since Matan Torah. Why is Miriam, so to speak, waking up now and speaking about Moshe Rabbeinu? A long time has passed since Moshe was Poyresh and now. And in fact, Toysus asks this question in Shabbos, Peizayinam and Aleph, and in Yevamas, Samach Beis Amad Beis. Samach Aleph Amad Beis. And the Ben Ashri offers a very interesting pshat. He says, Moshe Rabbeinu paskin, like the Manda Omar, that you're Mekayim the Mitzvah of Puri of Arivia with two boys. So Moshe had two boys. He had Gershom and Eliezer. Aye, but there's an additional mitzvah for every other child. Okay, it's a mitzvah. But he also needed to be on call to be available to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So it was worthwhile, once he fulfilled the mitzvah Dairaisa to give up on the extra mitzvah, on having more children, to always be available to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But here's the thing. Aaron just heard Eldad and Medad prophesying in the camp. And what were Eldad and Medad saying? Moshe Meis Yeshua Machnes. Moshe will die, and Yeshua will bring us into Eretz Yisrael. So Miriam said, "Why will Yeshua bring us into Eretz Yisrael? Why will Moshe Rabbeinu's children bring us into Eretz Yisrael? After all, if the child is worthy, he's the Malamakam of the father. It must be that since Moshe Rabbeinu had his children before the Torah was given." There's a machlaikis in Yavamis, the children you have as a guy, and then you convert. Do you have to have more children? It must be, says Miriam, the children that Moshe Rabbeinu had before Matan Torah were gen- are not considered Moshe's. They don't count for him, and he has to have more children. Oh, if he has to have more children, now all of a sudden, Miriam says, why is he Poyresh from his wife? Until now, I figured he was Poyresh because he already had children. And having more children is a nice thing, is an important thing, but for that he was able to uh, be parished from his wife to be on call for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But now that clearly his children don't uh, are not attributed to him, that's why his children are not going to bring us into Eretz Yisrael, so why why was Moshe Rabbeinu allowed to separate from his wife? And to that, the Rebbein Shalom tells Miriam, you, that's an improper comment, <clears throat> because Moshe has to be on call for me, he was even allowed to sort of lose out on the mitzvah of Peri of Arivia. Now, here's what I was bothered by on the Ben Ashri, and that is, why would Moshe Abenu say, you're Mekayim the mitzvah of with two boys, that's the opinion of Beis Shammai, and we don't paskin that way, we paskin like Beis Hillel, one boy and one girl. So, the in the footnotes, we wrote as follows. Let's see if we can make it bigger. And um, maybe. Yeah, watch this. Check this out. Yeah, that's nice, right? Say, Vitzarach Biur. 
So you could say the Yushalmi holds even Beis Hillel is Moideh, that you're Mekayim with two boys. It's just he holds that you're also Mekayim with one boy and one girl. And it's Yoyser um, Nira, based on what the Chidusha Harim says, that it, when uh, when Moshe Rabbeinu said the words, Loi Ish Devarim Anoichi, the soyfei tevois of loy ish devarim anoichi are shamai. And Moshe Rabbeinu was, so to speak, a shamai man. And we could say because the asad lavai, the psak halacha will be like shamai. So Moshe Rabbeinu was uh, in the realm of shamai, so he held your mekayim periyavarilya with uh, two boys. Okay, so those are the offerings for today. So I wanted to show you if you, um, every week these uh, Devei Torah are available on the website. And uh, they're also available if you um, subscribe over here. And if you go over here, then uh, you could check out upcoming Shurim. So for example, uh, Monday, by the way, the Monday Agri the Pirkashir I will not be in Queens. It's going to be in Brooklyn going to be in Brooklyn at 11.45, and if you want to join us on the trip in the summer to uh, um, Belarus and Hungary, then uh, you could check out over here as well. Okay, Rabbi said we're going to be starting this year on Tefillah uh, momentarily, and uh, hang in there, one second. What do you do about this Chiv of Aina? I hear. That's that's something that we have to reckon with. I, I don't know. <clears throat> okay.